everybody. I don't think that's plugged into anything. Hey everybody, we're gonna be starting here in just a minute. Just give us a second. Welcome to the live show. If you're out there listening or if you're listening to the archive. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening with this. What is this? Did you do that on purpose? No. <laughs> God, what? There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're live. Kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit. Whoa. A little bit of technical difficulties with things just falling. <laughs> We're kind of sort of professionals at this, but not really. We'll get there one day. One of these days. <laughs> today is not that day, though. Yeah, no, today is not that day. Hey, Sam, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. What's up, guys? What's up? It feels like I haven't talked to you in at least 15 minutes. Something yeah. like that. Maybe 16. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a long, long episode. Mm-hmm. But was... a long movie, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it was very it long. Was... Um, for anybody listening to the archive, um, we just wrapped up our car for October <laughs> and uh, went full circle. <laughs> Started off with The Shining, and we just finished recording the episode that'll come out a couple days before Halloween, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that will be fun for people, probably. Or not. Doctor Sleep made me Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Doctor Sleepy. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> Kidding, it was good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we we don't have an E with us tonight, though. It's a little bit late, at least on our neck of the woods. Yeah. And he needs a little bit of sleep. Yeah, he's a sleepy boy. Yeah. We just had him here for like seven hours straight. So that is fair. Yeah. Like whenever we do these, this is always mm-hmm. an all day thing for us. Yeah, but this one went especially long. We've been yeah. getting done recently at like 8.30 at night. Yeah. And this one, we weren't done until like 8.10.30. So that's a yeah. mixture of a very and we long started at And we started at 3.30-ish. Yeah. That's a mixture of a very long movie mixed with, honestly, a very long episode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mixed with me actually doing something over the weekend last week and catching yeah. you guys up on that. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Cupcakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah definitely cupcakes um well i got i gotta ask some entertainment related questions to you guys of course let's start with sam here okay you've been watching anything lately playing anything lately what's going on in your entertainment life uh, yeah i've been watching some movies here and there what, what have you been watching tell us about it some like bad horror movies some good movies i love some... bad horror movies Bad horror movies are some of the best horror movies. But, like, not good bad horror movies, just, like, bad horror movies. Oh, just bad bad <laughs> horror movies? <laughs> no, but I did watch The Witch this, like, last weekend, so that was good. Had to watch that one. Classic. Since it yeah. is spooky yeah. season. Yeah, it's your people's holiday. <laughs> your Witch, people, Witch. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um... Let's see what else I watch. Uh, catching up on the boys. Hey, uh, yeah, it's we've been going weird too. places. Yeah, yeah. Me and Liz have been watching that also. It's um good. What what happened in the last episode? I'm trying to think. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm trying to remember what happened. Like the um, last episode that's come come out. It might. Yeah, I haven't watched that whole one yet. Episode six is the last one we watched. Um, yeah, I haven't watched the whole episode of it yet. Okay, yeah, now I remember but, how it ended. Okay, yeah, that was a fucked up... Yeah, it's going weird places. Yeah. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, like I said, I watched uh, Stand By Me for the first time in a very long time, and it really yeah. is so good. It yeah, holds up really well. It was good. I I feel like I've seen that movie before, but it's been so long because I think I was actually like, I think I was like the age of the kids in that movie last time I saw it. Right. And it was like, I saw portions of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a good podcast movie, but it's really good. Uh, Yeah. Would you say it's a November Uh, movie, Sam? It might be a November movie. I feel like it's more of a summer movie, maybe. Okay, well, maybe next year then. Yeah. We have two slots available for November. I think we only had one normally, but I forget what else the other thing was filled up with. So I don't know. I'm going to call it two. I don't know. I might try to find something to watch if I can think of something. I'm sure there is. There's always something to watch. Yeah. I know. This is so cozy (laughs) over here. Man, E has like such a good time in this chair. (laughs) I'm over there in the shitty foldy seat. I can't like spin around. I can't like lay back. Now you know why E is just like constantly moving whenever we're. Man, doing this the is just so cozy. The... I could fall asleep here in podcasting. I mean, the thing with E sitting right there though, too, is it helps with his little twitchinesses. Yeah, because like if he didn't, if he wasn't able to swing back and forth in that chair, he'd probably be messing with the towel on the table or messing with the cable 
or like <laughs> pulling pieces of foam out of your little um, yeah. windscreen that you made for the microphone. It's true. That's true. <laughs> Another thing that I have been, I watched, actually, I watched the whole season was Ratchet. Uh, Ratchet? Yeah, yeah, that's Ratchet. A new thing. Yeah. So it's like a pre sequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Weird. But it's Earth, like, done- yeah. Prequel, I know what you meant. (laughs) Yeah, prequel, whatever. (laughs) Pre-sequel, prequel. The (laughs) pre-sequel. I don't know what Dry would think about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Okay. It's a good movie. Um, So, like, is it just like, hey, here's what was happening at the hospital before the character you like came by? It just follows a nurse. Nurse Ratched. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the shitty nurse from Cuckoo. Yeah, <laughs> and there's I, stuff that happens. And yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I've seen like ten the last ten minutes of the first episode okay. of, that, of that show because Jell's watching that too, and mm-hmm. I got the vibe like this is what um, that like the people who made uh, American Horror Story. This is what they're doing. Yeah, now. yeah, it is like American it, it Horror a lot Story of, ish, yeah, but it, like it has a, a lot of the same feel to it, and it has some of the same actors. As, yeah, uh, the lady. Lord. I don't know what her name is. The main lady. Oh no, she got an award though for American Crime Story, and I think that that should not have gone to her. American Horror Story. No, American Crime Story. One of their spinoffs. Hmm. Oh, I, I didn't know. That was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her and she's um, good. She's fine. It, the whole thing covered the O.J. Simpson trial. It was okay. Cuba Gooding Jr. played O.J., which was weird. Isn't he like I mean, he's a good actor though. or something? Cuba? Maybe. Is he? I don't think I don't he know. is. I feel like he was at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Did he do it right? Mm, I, I hope not. I don't know. He's an actor, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actor, so 95% chance he did a rape. Uh-huh. Are you just Googling, did Cuba Gooding Jr. get canceled? Yep. I just. I just looked him up. I didn't even put cancel. I just put Cuba Gooding Jr. and accused of raping a woman. Yeah, sex abuse. <laughs> I, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. Variety Magazine did an article about it back in August of this year. All right. So he decided to do a rape. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. He's accused of a rape and multiple allegations of groping. Well, anyway, he was okay. So on that fun note. Yeah. (laughs) That fun note going here. Who else was accused of rape this year? (laughs) Um, I'm sure we could pull up a list. (laughs) It might be lengthy. Probably. There's definitely a list. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. uh, I might check that out then. I didn't realize that that's what that was. I just thought it was a weird name for a show. And start a I didn't care about. Yeah, I, I don't know gonna... if you'd like it or not, but it was enjoyable. It's enjoyable enough for me to watch the whole thing in like a few days. Is it similar in tone to Cuckoo or is it like its own thing? It's like, it, I feel like it has a tone of American Horror Story, but not like as scary. Mm-hmm. I, guess. I might be out then. Yeah, I haven't caught up with American Horror Story. I don't know. I just... I feel like it always starts off strong and then it just loses me somewhere. Yeah. Along the way. Kind of I, felt I don't too. know what it does, but Dion says that the nineteen eighty four season is pretty good, but 
I don't know. Maybe I'll try that one out. I know Apocalypse is trash. Like, I watched the first episode of Apocalypse and it's like, fuck this. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like something you would do. It was really <laughs> bad. Like, even the acting was just bad. It was not fun at all. Like, just nobody was into it? No, it seemed like they were doing fine. Like, they were having fun, but they were just bad at it. They're okay. bad at having fun. <laughs> There are certain actors, they're only good actors when they're being tortured by the director. Exactly. <laughs> if Kubrick was directing that seat. No. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, have you been watching anything else, Sam? Mm. Uh, honestly, just mostly true crime stuff. Uh, the Irish guy I've been watching a fucking that lot. Chapter. What's his name? That chapter. Yeah. yeah. Really good videos. He's so good. So many He's videos. so cute. He's like adorable. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love when crimes yep. happen at Tree Turdy. <laughs> I know, Tree Turdy. <laughs> he can't he can't always uh pronounce a th. No, <laughs> well, there's an likes, r that comes after it. Yeah, and he'll like fumble a lot and he just keeps it in and that's kind of endearing. <laughs> the crime that happened at Tree Forty Tree. No. Like, <laughs> Uh, he definitely knew that it was like a thing that people cared about him saying at one point. Cause he's like, happened on o- o- October 3rd uh, at Tree Turdy, <laughs> and tree people were involved. Like, he was sure knew exactly what he was writing at that point. <laughs> yeah, he's entertaining. I like his videos. Yeah, he's fun. I've been watching him like a lot, a lot. You and Sam listen to like a lot of, or I guess not listen to, but like listen or watch a lot of crime drama stuff. So here, Sam, did you stumble upon that chapter alone or did you go to him because of my recommendation? Uh, No, I stumbled on him after watching just like interrogation videos and like breakdowns of those. Yeah, I think, I don't know what his. It's like JCB or JCS or something. I don't remember. But yeah. I stumbled. Up, I just kept, kept getting like recommendations for that chapter. So yeah. So, so then me watching. and Sam stumbled upon the two same crime channels that we've been watching at different. <laughs> <points. laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> well, sometimes the algorithm works. Sometimes it does not. Yeah. Sometimes it knows exactly what's up. I mean, the YouTube algorithm is taking me down some weird roads. I've told you about a couple of them, like that. Uh, asexual detransitioner like i just get a bunch of stuff for her channel now <laughs> or like i found like sam's gonna love hearing this uh there's i found out about a bunch of weird fandoms on tumblr because of the algorithm because it just like <laughs> sent me down these rabbit holes of just like i i, I saw yeah. the video of just like the onceler fandom and i was like what the fuck is the onceler va- fandom and i dived into that fucking rabbit hole onceler yeah the onceler was that that one dude <laughs> Uh, the one. <laughs> uh, the one slur is uh pretty much like the main character in the Lorax. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, the um, one who the one who like chops down all the trees. Yeah, to make those socks. Yeah, that's why he's the one slur because it's not something you can like keep. It's you know yeah. it's yeah. not recycling exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with uh with the way that they made his character for the CGI movies. Apparently, there's like this huge Tumblr fandom of him. Oh no! But there's no one to ship him with, so it got fucking weird. Okay, so it's just a Tumblr I porn fuck... page that you stumbled kind upon. of, yeah. <laughs> just like a bunch I of like seventeen-year-old just... girls. They're like, you know what? I want to fuck. Yeah, this furry thing in this bad movie. 
not the furry I thing, hate. but the guy, the skinny, the skinny emo looking boy that makes the furry things. I mean, he looks pretty Ugh. furry still. Ugh. Skinny furry boy. Are you saying? Are you about to say you hate Doctor Seuss, Sam? No, she's gonna say. T- I was supposed to say. Fucking hate Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> and she you know what? To fuck furries too. Fuck furries. No, don't. They fuck have furries. no place in this they world. Think they're doing the right thing. Don't fuck furries. Fuck. They have no place in this world, and they're not even real people. So. Oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sam would probably like this story because it's just like one of those <laughs> stories that I ha- that has to do with Job Corps. Uh, furries was actually a thing there. Like there was actually a, a decent amount mm-hmm. of furries there. A decent amount? Yeah. Well, how many is Why? a decent amount? number? I don't know. Like what? they need jobs too, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to fucking afford all their goddamn fursuits and their fur conventions. So, like, yeah, they they never like they never walked around like in fursuits or anything, but you could tell which ones were the furries because they had tails attached to the back of the... Uh, uh, I was yeah. going to say, fucking knew it. <laughs> just like constantly? Yeah, like they would just walk around with like... um, They'd like either like attached to their belt or like in their... Like tucked in their pants or pants pocket or something like that. They always had a tail on them. Isn't that bad for like lathes and shit? Shouldn't you not yeah, wear yeah, a yeah, thing it, attached to bad. your ass at all times? But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, should not standing have something. in front of it. But yeah, like... That is a huge violation for machining. Some of the other trades, probably not so much, but definitely in machining, that's a bad thing. What the fuck? Well, you know what? Uh, well, it's just natural selection at that point. So. <laughs> Darwin is a They're machine. already furries. Like, it's not going to get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the, the story I was going to say is back whenever I was a little bit more direct with people is because uh, I actually did go to... Um, one of the furries was in machine shop. And I remember asking him one day, like, cause he told me that he went to a couple furry parties back in the day. And I asked him, what do you think would happen if I walked into, um, walk into like a furry convention or go- went to a furry party dressed as a hunter. And he just looked at me. He's like, the fuck is the matter with you, man? <laughs> and that's how that story ends. <laughs> and he stopped talking to me for some reason. <laughs> he did. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> I, I had my own little group of friends in Job Corps that found that hilarious. He wasn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you've been watching, Sam? No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> cool. All right. Robbie, what about you? So a lot of stuff I've been watching is, once again, weird stuff on YouTube. Sure, sure. Some of it, some of it makes more sense than others uh, because I'm still trying to go to the gym more often, which it's becoming a little bit harder some days. Like when I, I tried going yesterday and they just straight up closed it. Like it just wasn't open. Just not available. Yeah. Just, they just had the door locked for whatever reason. Huh? But, um, also it was like around three thirty. Yeah. It was like also around three thirty. So like in the morning or I, afternoon, huh? Morning or afternoon, afternoon. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cause they only keep it open while the op- main office is open, which means if I need to go there between the hours of 9am and 5pm, and with with and with me working nights, that becomes an issue. Troublesome, yeah. I would say. Yeah, but I've been disco- like you know, it gave me a chance to discover some new music. I've discovered some bands that I really like thanks to that. Nice. Um, but then also like when I go to work, I like kind of just listen to video essays to something to just listen to while I'm there. Like I said, found out about the Onceler fandom because of that. <laughs> Which that was a whole big fucking rabbit hole that I jumped down. Um, I feel like you finding out about the Onceler fandom is actually a downside of it. 
I mean, I didn't feel like I was a better person after finding out about it. <laughs> right. That's exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but uh, some other things that I actually really enjoyed, like uh, whenever I was telling you guys about that game, The Rule of Rose, because I found out that there's like a lot of people who do like video game lore stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's uh, this X, a certain F- X had that game and he sold it for like two hundred dollars or something. Yeah. Like if you look on Amazon or eBay, you can it, it's very possibly going to find that game for like five hundred bucks used. Yeah. If you can find a sealed copy of it, it's going to cost you like two to three thousand dollars for The Rule of Rose. <laughs> Fuck that yeah. so hard. Yeah, like that. Like I said, whenever I started looking up like the most expensive games, uh, they were like around that price point for the beginning of that list, and it was, it was a whole bunch of like limited edition. Like you had to be part of a contest, or you had to like want something in a magazine, some or subscription, or something else in order to actually get that game. But this is not one of them. This is just a game that was considered to be have dark subject material for its time. And so there's a certain uh, uh, yeah. retailers that wouldn't sell it. I actually watched a um, a let's play of that game, and it's really weird. But also, the combat is complete fucking shit, and it looks awful. <laughs> but the game itself is really weird. I mean, I'm into weird shit like that, so who knows? I don't yeah. have two thousand dollars to buy it though, so. I mean, also I feel like watch that, a let's play. So. Yeah, at that yeah. point, just watch that way you don't have right. to play it. <laughs> but um like i found out about that game uh there's also another one uh this guy he does like most of his videos he hasn't done a whole lot of them but he does like a lot of stuff of like little subtle details and subtext in movies and games and books that they add to it to kind of just give you more immersion to it uh-huh. and uh he did a really a really convincing essay on why ocarina of time is secretly the most are the most depressing or the saddest of the zelda games I would say Majora's is more depressing. I well, would say more, that, that one, one fucking. I would say the most depressing Legend of Zelda game was that one fucking one where you fly all the time. What the fuck? <laughs> You're trying what, to what is, make a burn on a game, and you can't even remember which Zelda game it is. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. That's how bad it is. Nobody <laughs> wants to remember the name of that shitty ass fucking Skyward Zelda Sword. Game. Is it Skyward Sword? It's the one where you're like in a Skyland and you fucking fly on the bird. Skyward Sword. And that's how you get around. Is that Sky in the name? I don't know if it's that one, but you're in a Sky City and you make your way wards with a sword. That one in particular. I'm not sure why you're fighting me on this. (laughs) Yeah, probably is that one. But yeah, uh, he was saying like uh, the reason why that one is like the uh, is the saddest of them is because like uh, the other ones, they make uh, things like despair and sadness and anger and those things like it's up front about what it's about. Like that one is it's all hidden in the subtext of it. Right. And because there's a lot of Zelda games of like, you know, dealing with uh, growing up and like kind of the process of that. And like uh, they say there's a lot more subtext of growing older and trying to hold on to who you were before, but not being able to because are not being able to and having to let go of the life that you knew to continue on the life that you are, are going to have further on like 
sure it, it's hard okay. to explain it like i can he see it being really like realistically job. depressing yeah no like, well, <laughs> that's what he's saying is like it's because the subtext of it like it's not in your face about it like some uh, some of the other games are like majora's mask majora's mask is more upfront about it being sad right it's but about that, the end of the world yeah uh, <laughs> that one it, it's more mm-hmm. hidden like you have to be paying better attention to it yeah but he did a really good video essay on that one um I guess there's a couple other ones when it comes to like video game. Are people talking about video games that they loved or hated that they did a really good job with that? Uh, Max Deterrent, I think is how you say his name. He's a smaller YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did uh, Silent Hill Lord. He did some really good ones with that one. And like some of the connecting arm um, kind of connecting the dots with like some of its inspirations. And is he the one that did that six hour thing? No. OK, uh, he does like I think his longest one is maybe 20 minutes. Okay, so like a normal yeah, like an, yeah, okay, but like he does some really good, um, like speaking about the lore and like little things that they hid in there and like what like what makes it so creepy and like um, speaking about like the cult or the cult activity in Silent Hill, which I'm trying to like basically tell you about all these things without like ruining it. <laughs> I mean, I know Silent Hill chat or not Silent Hill chat. Sorry, um, Silent Hill lore. Yeah, I know some of it too because like sadly enough. I've been a fan of Silent Hill since like when it first came out. Cause I remember like even before, because uh, the fun little fact about me and Drya, both me and him got into horror around the same exact time. Whenever we both found out about resident evil zero, and that was kind of our introduction to like survival horror games. Right. However, uh, one of the guys that my sister dated whenever I was really young, he had silent Hill and like every now and then I would like watch him play it. I remember that moment actually. Yeah. Cause the first time I saw that we went to the house you know, like he's playing Silent Hill. I'm like, what's that? He's like, I don't know. He's playing it right now. Let's go look. And we walk into the door and he had his shirt off, if I remember correctly. That wouldn't surprise me. And he had the controller in his hands and he's playing Silent Hill in a super dark room. Yeah. And we watched it for like two <laughs> seconds. And it was at the part where he's at the uh, kindergarten or preschool or wherever it is. The school in the first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like beating shit up. I'm like, this is too much for me. I can't watch this. Yeah. And like looking back at that now, I'm like. I, you couldn't even tell that these were monsters. This is like seven pixels. Why was I worried about that at all? <laughs> but yeah, like I, I want to say, cause I've been a fan of it since then. Cause like, it was one of those, I remember seeing it and like, like, wow, this is dark. I'm into this kind of <laughs> found out something about myself. And from that moment on, you had figured too much out about yourself and you had to question everything. <laughs> Speaking of spooky games, are you guys planning on playing anything spooky for spooky season? Uh, currently, I'm actually playing Darkest Dungeon. That's pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah. It's more uh, stressful than it is spooky, but it is spooky. Yeah. Um. So not... apparently, the um. Sorry, <laughs> I know I oh, asked no, a on, question. I'm gonna fucking butt in here. But <laughs> <laughs> apparently, the um, 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 new Amnesia game is gonna be out later this month. Oh, is so it? I might have huh. to scrape up enough money to buy might that. Have to give it a shot. No. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, anyway, since E's passing out in chat, I hope you have a good night, E. And I hope Bye. you see <laughs> while Bye. we talk about spoopy games. Uh, <laughs> I, I might pick up Silent Hill again because one thing that Dry knows because I told him about this and he tells me Mark keeps on telling me that it doesn't either it doesn't matter or like I am uh, putting too much effort into it is like I put a lot of effort into getting the original Silent Hill games and I started playing them again at one point. Why? Because <laughs> I like Silent Hill games. I have I have a I have copies like original copies of Silent Hill 2, Silent Hill 3, Silent Hill 4. I have a, the PlayStation 2 port of Silent Hill Origins cuz that was a 
PSP bad game? game I yeah, think. Yeah, that was originally PSP. I I also have the PS2 port of Silent Hill Origins. You bought yeah. that game then. Yeah. Uh, but I did also find like the uh, Silent Hill 4, which that one was a hard one to I find. Finish it. I think well, it's telling if you haven't finished a Silent Hill game, Sam, because you are a fucking mark for Silent Hill shit. I need that. So, you know what? I want to fucking see if I can play that game. So I've played bits of Silent <laughs> Hill 1, 2, 3, and 4. One is the only one I've actually beaten. Oh, really? Yeah, that, I think that's one reason I've... why I want to jump back into it is because the first one is the only one I've beaten, but I've played a bunch of other ones. Like uh, another good example. One, yeah. The first one I haven't actually played. I have played like everything else except for so the first actually, one and I downpour, I think. Okay. Um, I was going to say the first one, I actually have it on PSN and I have the, or actually have the disc copy of it uh, still. So like I actually bought the disc copy of it back before. Like I remember weirdly enough, it was, uh, we, Oh, what's I cannot English that I am I apologize. <laughs> uh we went on a field trip actually whenever I was uh back in school. Like I think it was it had to be middle school. Like it had to be like eighth grade or something like that. We went to Pueblo and we went to the mall and I saw a copy of it there and I got all excited because it's one of those things like I re- remember it, like watching my sister's ex-boyfriend play it. Right. And I was just like, I remember this being a really good game. I need to buy this. And like I remember buying a copy of that game while I was at the mall while I was at the age of like 14 and the guy at GameStop just really didn't care. He just like, whatever, dude. And like with me, I get paid $7 an hour. I really fuck d- off kid. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Cause like I was super, super, uh, I was super worried to buy it. Cause it was kind of like, Oh, this is an M rated game. You have to be 17 to buy it. Right. And I think I was like 14 at the time. Right. But that was like a huge milestone for me to get that game. Maybe like, cashier was also like there's seven pixels in this game uh it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> it might have been that too he's not gonna be traumatized over fighting uh a dinosaur in fog yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah like so i i just still have that game and it still works <laughs> but i got it on psn because like uh i actually want to try to preserve that disc as much as possible <laughs> that's fair honestly yeah um... yeah i was gonna say like i guess <laughs> I could probably get that game to Sam to have her try it out because I feel like I don't think she has anything to play it on. What? You're Sorry, right. Help? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. A PlayStation game? PlayStation PS2? 2? Yeah, PS1. Oh, yeah. I don't have PS1. <laughs> yeah. I have P- the PS2 that she or Jiraiya gave to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't it work on the PS2? Was the PS2 backwards compatible? I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was. Was it? I don't yeah. remember. Huh. I-, I could swear that the PS2 is backwards compatible. Huh. I think it was a PS3 really? that got really weird about backwards compatibility because I actually have a PS3 that plays PS1, PS2, 2, and compatible? 3 games. Let's ask Google. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, I haven't bought out the... Compatible? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, not all of them work on it, though. <laughs> not oh. all. Hashtag not weird. all PS2s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should. Yeah, I like, out... Every PS2 that I've seen was backwards compatible with PS1. Yeah. I haven't brought out the PS2 in a long while. So Is it that PS2 I gave works, to you, Phil? But... Yeah. That barely worked when I gave it to you. <laughs> no, it worked so fine. It's... I played so many things on it. <laughs> I played all the Silent Hill on it. <laughs> so it's a hard maybe that'll work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's like I told Dryad, uh, I had to go out of my way to find the PS3 that I currently have, which is like one of those old fat PS3s that plays one, two, and three. Yeah, your PS3 is mm-hmm. dummy thick. Yeah, it is dummy thick. 
<laughs> really? Thicker than a bowl of meal. <laughs> but um, stick a spoon up in that and it'll stand straight up. <laughs> it will, but for reasons, for other reasons. <laughs> it might not work anymore either after you stick a spoon in it. <laughs> I remember whenever I first bought that PS3 also because like I got super excited because I went to a, a game shop that was just over in Salt Lake City because I was still living in Utah at that time. And uh, I went uh, there's this guy. He had to be in like his mid 60s. And this guy knows more than we do about gaming consoles because I told him that I got that old fat PS3. And he was just like, does it have the card or the uh, the slot in it for all the different cards? Because like mine actually has a slot in it for like SD or SD cards and SSC cards and uh, memory sticks and like all those other things. So huh. it like reads all of those. Apparently those were stupid easy to hack. I bet. Yeah. Cause yeah. you could just throw whatever file. Yeah. You Cause you can there. just like throw files onto an SD card and like, pop it into the PS3. Yeah. And then play emulated games that way. Like according to what he told me, like that's what uh, they did. And like had this whole big conversation about how emulation is important to the preservation of games. But because, you know, developers like <laughs> their money, uh, they really don't like it whenever people, Right, yeah, I really don't like when people emulate things, even though they do it all the time. Yeah. Also, Sam, if you have like a handful of bottle caps, could you not spin those around? <laughs> Is that exactly Are... the thing that's happening? Are she drinking? No. no. So that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't have a handful of bottle caps. It's a thing that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> okay, we're not going to talk about that then. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to be all mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's 100% a handful of bottle caps. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but it's also, you know, the pulley things for like your blinds? It has little things on the bottom. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Uh-huh, sure. I don't want to know. <laughs> That's what it is! That's what I just uh, fucking told you what it is. And the people's po- our puncher is saying it's possible to play emulated games on any console, really. And yeah, you are right. Um, They've made basically some apps for a bunch of different consoles to where you can play pretty much any game on there as long as the hardware supports it. Yeah. Like, um, I've seen people with, like, PS3s and Xbox 360s that have, like, Super Nintendo emulators on it and our original xbox emulators and ps2 and whatever else yeah as long as the hardware is there to support it the horsepower basically then yeah exactly pack it to be whatever you want it to be really Mm -hmm. uh but like it like i said there's like that whole weird legal gray area with emulation which is why like a lot of companies don't like it uh some that we talked about earlier off of the podcast with uh the pt demo Right. And how there's a lot of fans that were remaking the pt demo on like unreal 4 engine and like all these other different uh are all these other different scopes and Konami apparently is just like attacking them because I, I remember whenever somebody first made the Unreal 4 engine PT demo, I went and I downloaded it off of itch.io and apparently you can't get that now. You have to go on like uTorrent or like another torrenting website in order to get that demo because even though it's something that you can't play like and it's something that uh, Konami's not going to release out to the public or, or for any reason whatsoever and even though it was free to begin with, they're really weird about people wanting to play it. Yeah, it's kind of just like a product that never really existed, basically. Yeah. But it's something that's guarded. It's weird. Like, it's gonna... 
I feel in a couple years it's going to hit like the same kind of legendary status that like the Poughkeepsie tapes did. I mean, can you imagine the pachinko machine they can make with Poughkeepsie? With not Poughkeepsie, with uh, PT. (laughs) Both the Poughkeepsie tapes and PT (laughs) would be a terrifying pachinko machine. Fantastic pachinko. (laughs) Um, People's Punisher is wanting to call in, so we're going to go ahead and connect them because this always goes really well. Always. (laughs) Hey, People's Punisher, welcome to the call. Hey. Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Yeah, like I, I like y'all's conversation going on. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've honestly, I've put like, like I said, put in the comments, I put NES, S, uh, SNES, Game Boy, and Sega games. I did it on Xbox. I've done it on a computer tower. I literally turned my an old computer tower into an arcade machine and put all those games on on it. And every once in a while, if I'm feeling nostalgic and just want to play some retro games, I just plug my old Xbox control my uh, desktop tower and I can just play any old retro game I want on there and then literally you name it I have it on there right and like right. Um, I even figured out how to do it on an old Nintendo Wii and Wii U and one of my buddies figured out how to do it on a Nintendo Switch without actually ruining the Nintendo Switch nice, I was like, oh, nice. that's cool that is pretty nice uh, I was gonna say because with how the Wii is now and how they basically just uh, destroyed the eShop that they had for the original Wii, uh, <laughs> they had to get a, the homebrew channel, which is basically how you hack a Wii is by putting the homebrew channel on there. And mm-hmm. that's how you can emulate all the games. And that's how you can, that's pretty much the, unless you bought them beforehand or you just had a Wii that just happened to have all of the virtual console games on it, that's the only way you can get them now is through the homebrew channel. And they didn't just mm-hmm. destroy their uh, shop on the Wii. They put it into a fucking building and set the building on fire and then nuked it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a waste. <laughs> it, it, I feel like it is a waste. It is. I don't know. Corporations make weird choices sometimes. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Nintendo weird. in general. Yes. Nintendo is making a lot of Disney decisions. We shall make video years. game players cry everywhere with our shenanigans. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Is what they said <laughs> and did. <laughs> It's, or less, yeah. it's kind of like that one meme with like the dog with that's holding the frisbee. It says like throw frisbee, don't take frisbee, just throw. And like them using Nintendo <laughs> yeah. games, like please remember yeah. retro games, no play, just remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, but... I saw like the like the new Xbox. How like the new Xbox? There's going to be two of them. There's going to be one with the CD drive and then one that is just straight strictly for downloads. I'm like, I'm not a fan of downloads. I'm very nostalgic. I like getting a game and putting it into the console there's nothing like that feeling of ah brand new game gonna put it in the console let her fire it up (laughs) i agree it's definitely like a different feeling and you feel like you have more of a connection to it but like due to all the covid stuff going on it's been really hard to find physical copies of games and so i've basically had to default to getting digital it sucks i hear you there's some games I had to get digital on because it's only available on digital and it kind of sucks that it's only available on digital Right. And that's actually one of the arguments towards uh, emulation, because like I understand why developers and uh, those companies hate emulation, even though they use it themselves all the time. Uh, But when it comes to a lot of those older retro console games, like you were saying, that's literally the only way to preserve some of them. Like some of them would have been lost to time and nobody would know about them if it wasn't for emulation. Mm, Like Rolling Thunder. Fucking A, that game was hard as fuck. (laughs) Y'all remember that one? I don't think we ever played that one. No. Um, one that we did talk about beforehand was uh, this old rare game that I didn't even know it was a rare game until uh, recently called the 
uh, I think it was called Unicycle Racers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah we yeah, found yeah. out that like yeah, there was like this whole big thing or whole big thing to where like they were supposed to make a certain amount of copies, but they only made like a hundred thousand worldwide. And wow. so it's a really hard one to find, and it's just one that we happened to play whenever we were younger. And then I found out later on, like, oh yeah, that game's really valuable now because they just like nobody has that game anymore. And then you're like, shit, I just sold the copy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure there's someone who's like that, done that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That, that game was actually a lot of fun and super weird. Yeah. Um, mm. But Sam, to answer your question earlier, I've been mm-hmm. thinking about playing Soma. Hey, yeah, you Soma. should play it. It's wow. just like a walking sim, sort of. It's sort of amnesia-like. There are no combat, just kind of like scary hiding. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's basically what I've heard about it. But like, from what I understand, yeah. the story is actually really good, and so yeah, kind of creepy and like fucked up. So I just kind of want to experience that. So I might try and fit that in sometime this month. We'll Refresh see. I got a lot of horror movies to watch this month, so yeah. Refresh Soma is on my What's that about? Soma. Yes. Um, it's like a psychological horror sort of thing <laughs> i don't know how to really like explain it without going are you running spoilers. from monsters or are you the monster sam Ooh, i don't know good question to play it. maybe it's really twisty about that out. are you running from the robot <laughs> or are you the robot sam Feel like a monster yeah <laughs> well there's some like underwater bits so it's like it's bioshock ish but not actually i mean i like the art know. style from what i've seen from it it looks really cool Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you've been watching anything else, Robbie? Uh, mostly, like I said, just like YouTube stuff. Um, I feel like there's something else. Uh, I've gotten to like this second to last episode on season two of Happy. Cause, <laughs> and our uh, Jell actually watched it ahead of me. You've been and, working on that a bit. Yeah, I've been working on it just a bit, though. <laughs> like not hard, but just a bit. Um, I feel like there's something else that I've watched, but I just cannot think of it right now. Yeah. I got into Cobra Kai, man. That is an awesome show. Yeah, now that's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah. brought it up from YouTube. Hell yeah, I'm glad. YouTube, they're a bunch of f- fools for getting rid of that show. <laughs> it's gotten so popular now in the way they have the, the style of it. But like, not a lot of people have caught it, but there's like so many like hidden Easter eggs in that TV show that reflect from like the first, second, and third one. And like even the, the lines that they deliver are repeated lines from the first, second, and third movie that are just little nods to Pat Moriarty, a.k.a. Mr. Miyagi, got rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they do, like, a lot of cool little Easter eggs like that, and I was, like, really shocked and happy, and, like, I'm not, you know, and I laughed, I laughed with some of these young kids, because, I mean, I do work, work at a school, and I hear these young kids talking about it, and I was like, oh, y'all kids have no idea what what's going on in that show do you like, what do you mean <laughs> have y'all seen the original three karate kids no there's karate kid movies like oh, watch i feel those like without seeing the movies you mix like a lot of what makes that show so good though because like a lot of For it is real. like seeing the other angle of like oh maybe our lead character in the movies was kind of a dick <laughs> for real um but yeah, yeah i've been watching a lot of things he has a list written down. I have a whole list because I couldn't remember all the things I watched, so I have to keep hmm. a list now. I have one big hmm. one that I remember for sure, and uh, okay. maybe you guys will yell at me for seeing it. We'll see what happens. Um, how dare you? 
Um, watch uh, so, Ozark. That's another good movie or TV show. Ozark. Ozark is fucking amazing. Nobody gives that show enough credit. It's like Breaking Bad, but way better. Honestly, Jason Bateman fucking yeah. kills it in that show. He is so good. You know, there was supposed to be one more, another. I think they said there were supposed to be two more se- seasons, but then it got cut cut short because it started losing fan base. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So what they did is there's a what they're filmed one more season and they're splitting it up into two seasons. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. We'll see. I mean, if that, that means that we plan. get some some of it sooner, then that's fine, I guess. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's something. Um, but yeah, got Predator in 4K, so rewatch that and watch that with How Liz. Was that in 4K? It it looks really good, except for a couple of effects, honestly. Um, Still look cheesy. Like when you see the Predator effects, because it has HDR with it. Um, it it's fucking blinding because it's just red and green all up in your face. <laughs> it's super fucking bright. Um, but yeah, uh, Kyrie and Chat watched it for the very first time with that also. Hmm. Um, that must have been jarring for a first time. It's the first Schwarzenegger movie she's ever just watched all the way through. Really? Yeah, like a just like a Schwarzenegger ass Schwarzenegger Who? movie. Who said that that's their first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie they saw through? Kyrie and Chat. <laughs> wow, where the hell y'all been? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> um, to be fair, we lived under a rock for most of our lives. So yeah, See, um, you gotta love that accent. Of, <laughs> you did. I, for one, uh, watched it with my grandfather when I was way too young to watch it. So. <laughs> Good for you, your grandfather is awesome. High five to your grandfather. <laughs> the funny thing about me, the first time I watched Predator, is because. Uh, I think I told you like my parents had the movie channels whenever I was growing up. And so they would just like get blank VHS tapes Some and HBO uh, skin and max. <laughs> yeah. And like just record the movies that way. Uh, there was like a, a big chunk of that movie that's just missing. And so for the longest time when I watched that, uh, that initial, like that initial fight, whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger like covers himself in mud right. and makes that big bonfire and makes all those traps and everything. I just yeah. missed that entire scene. Like that whole thing just got, or I just, all of that got cut out and then it just like jumps back in to where like he's, uh, so like he covers himself in mud and then like he does that thing wherever he's holding up the torch and he screams mm-hmm. and then it cuts uh. out and then it goes to like him walking around in a cave and you just see blood kind of dripping down behind him <laughs> and had no idea what the fuck happened there. I just knew that the predator was bleeding for whatever reason. Cool. So mm. you missed a giant part of it. Yeah, movie. I missed a huge part of it. What's the saying from Cat <laughs> Robbie? Uh, the predator has the ugliest face ever, but is it still a good movie? Yeah, he has a spider face. Yeah. Uh, she didn't realize that uh what the face looked like so fun fact about uh that movie too is uh the guy who actually designed uh the terminator and aliens also designed predator yeah 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 uh very very good yeah he looks freaky as fuck i hate him (laughs) i hate looking at his face but it's great (laughs) i just love that scene wherever like he first take like it's just like building up of him taking off the mask for the very first time and his only reaction is you want ugly uh, motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part, actually, just because of that. That's like, I would have to agree with you, sir. I probably would have said the same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks really good in 4K. Uh, most of it holds up pretty well, except mm. for uh, you can tell where they artificially brightened a lot of the stuff up because yeah. that movie uses a lot of natural lighting. And so you can see where they brighten stuff up artificially in post for the 4K. Speaking of Predator, y- y'all know what the, the the fun fact about the whole Predator series is? What the whole meaning of that those movies are to show people? Don't hunt? 
No, it's to show how fucked up really humans are that we're the ultimate predator and not in the world, but in the universe that there's nothing that can stop us. <laughs> I mean, kind of true. We made nukes. So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, so no then, matter how, we'll think about it because every time there was a new predator, they adapt, they added something to the predator to try to be better than humans and humans still found a way to out, out gun, out shoot and out kill the predator. And they still haven't found or they still haven't made the ultimate predators. If you saw the last predator movie explains that they, they like go from like planet to planet, picking out the best killers and trying to create the ultimate predator, but they can't yeah, yeah. outdo the humans. <laughs> yeah. Which I've always just chalked up to bad writing. Cause at some point the predators got to fucking win and he just never does. <laughs> nah. I don't think the predator will ever win because if you think about it, you know, the human mind, the human capability and just the way, you know, we're so animalistic and so vicious, even towards each other, you know, the possibilities are endless with the human. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But also, I just want the guy with the cool lasers in his face to win. Right. That would be nice. <laughs> I, got a, I did get a kick out of the scene where the kids are walking around trick-or-treating with the predator mask and the guy throws a rock on him in the back of the head and then the little laser arm cannon thing just turns around and He's yeah, like, that, movie, that movie is ridiculous. <laughs> in a good way, though. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. fun. It was yeah. fun. I think probably one of my favorite fun facts about uh, the Predator movies is that um, Jean-Claude Van Damme was the original Predator. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the original, because they had to do a whole big redesign of the Predator. And I guess they had Jean-Claude Van Damme running around in a Predator suit. And he got way too hot in it, or in it, like running around in the jungle with it to the point where he passed out a couple of times and he quit the movie project. And the guy that they uh, hired to take over for him is like seven foot five in real life <laughs> and so they went from like five wow. foot nine van damme to seven foot five this guy it worked better oh, i yeah, think it would definitely. have been distracting if you had a movie star in the role yeah but uh in, in the original predator movie whenever you see him in the cloaking scenes where he's like jumping around you can still see little bits and pieces of the original design yeah of it yeah. so they still used some of that footage yeah um and then the other thing that uh I've been I've, not the other thing. I've been watching a lot of things. The next thing on the list is rewatched Isle of Dogs, which is another one that uh, Kyrie this. and Chat just watched for the first time. You've told me such about a that, good you know? movie. Yeah, it's you, so good. You, you've told me that before. Like even before we started the podcast, you're like, I, you were telling me I need to watch that movie. It's so. It's just so charming. I actually have a, a copy of that movie, and now I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, it's good. Really good. You should watch it again. You know, it's because of how spooky it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the island of dogs. Imagine if the island of dogs were skeleton dogs. Ooh. Is that the one the, the clay the claymation one with the dogs? Yeah. Yeah, Wes Anderson. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I I saw like the movie preview for it. And I was like, uh, I don't think this is gonna be a good movie. I don't think oh, I it's so good. It. It's so charming. It's oh, okay. Good. It's real great. I have to watch it then if y'all are saying it's good. You think it would be he's, like? He's uh, you think it would be like more um, aimed towards kids, and it's really not. It's not. It's extremely no. dry humor for adults and lots yeah. of dog puns. I don't think kids <laughs> would like it. No. Um, and then obviously, um, since we've been doing a lot of uh, filming our, our uh, 
recording our October episodes, um, we uh, we watched the thing for the podcast a couple weeks ago, which was fun. Yeah, and then Dion was on that episode, and he showed me uh, Ari Aster's senior project for film school, um, <laughs> okay. called "Strange Thing About the Johnsons." So how what's that? Um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it without it being too awkward to keep talking. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Is that weird? It's extremely, extremely, I'm going to, how can you, wanna... like, where, where can you actually find that? Can it's you just on YouTube. To, like, it's search? on YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's okay. It's just the strange thing about the Johnsons. It was his senior project in 2011. Um, I don't want to say exactly what it's about because that's the shocking part, but it shocks you real early on. And then the entire thing is about that. And it's 30 minutes long. Um, So he, he's um, known for going for the traumatizing stuff, traumatizing stuff early on. (laughs) And he likes to fuck with you more. (laughs) Yeah. Like the thing about it is that within the first five minutes of it, it hits you with the thing that's like, Oh, like I was freaked out about this thing and that's exactly what's happening. And then the rest of the movie is you, the audience having to deal with this awful thing that's happening. Um, <laughs> I really don't want to say what the thing is because it will spoil the yeah. whole thing because that's kind yeah, of the point of it. Um, but I really highly recommend you watch that. It's on YouTube. Um, again, the name of it is The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. It's not horror in a traditional sense. It's horror in a uh, real-life social sense. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Those are always just a little bit scarier, though, too. Which I guess that's yeah. actually one thing I should say about it. I did uh, watch a few episodes of the was it JCV or JVC uh psycho our uh, criminal psychology yeah yeah yeah. i did watch a couple episodes of that mm-hmm. yeah which that that was rather interesting he's fun he's really like, not fun but it is very informative yeah it is it, it's very informative it's very interesting it shows like it feels like it could be an actual documentary on like true tv or something like that yeah 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 mm-hmm. it could be but he just goes way in depth on like criminal behavior it's really cool yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Also that, I guess another thing with YouTube, uh, whenever I have a chance to actually sit down and watch YouTube and not just like, you know, like listen to a video <laughs> essay. Um, I do actually like watching like some of the short films that art, uh, that art students come up with. Yeah. Like there's, um, a, there's a lot of good ones. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, still one of my favorites is still the backwater gospel. Right. You showed me that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that one was really good. Um, the maker was a pretty decent one. I think we both watched that together for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple, there's so much more i'm trying to think of some more because like we got into a conversation about some like the horror shorts that are on youtube like the uh there's a man in the woods right yeah that one's really good actually yeah and like uh some of the other lesser known ones like uh the pine devil the the man in the woods um the man in the woods is really good just as like a poem honestly yeah. it works as a poem and then the art just kind of adds to it but man yeah. in the woods is just very striking yeah if you like a, if you want to watch a real trippy movie I saw one. I saw one not too long ago. It was called "What Happened to Monday," and that has to be the most like trippiest sci-fi movie I've ever seen in my life. Hmm, I never heard I've of it. Watched that. Okay. I've watched so, that. Yeah. Yeah, you saw. Okay, yeah, she knows what it's about. Yeah, it's a trip. It takes the concept mm-hmm. of uh, what happens when the world is overpopulated and when the government controls how many kids a family can have. 
So oh, China. So it's about China. <laughs> China, right? Yeah, exactly. I actually watched a I actually watched a documentary about the one kid policy or whatever. Uh-huh. In China. Yeah. And that, so that is actually depressing. Yeah, that, that's actually something <laughs> I've known about for a very long time. Because, like, I remember even yeah. as a kid, uh, uh, like, just hearing adults talking about the one-child policy in China, and like me going, like, "Well, that's stupid. How are they going to uh, enforce that?" And then I grew up, and I found out how they enforced it, and that mm-hmm. scared me. <laughs> yeah, they. Have- yeah, it's <laughs> China's not a great place. Up. No, no, some <laughs> fucked up things in China. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then, obviously, I have been watching more New Girl. Uh, I am. Who's that girl? It's Chess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that girl. She's such a great actress. It's a real fun show, and they have some extremely, extremely dark and stupid humor in it. That yes, is just right do. up my alley. Yeah. And which, pretty which, shocking with some of it. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yes. So that's actually another thing I found out recently because I have like that little iFunny app that I scroll through sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out another really shocking joke that they put on The Amazing World of Gumball. Which, okay. You know, it seems like a really dumb kids show until you find out about some of the dark humor. Like they hit a blowjob joke in there with the balloon. Right. And then that one. A, one that I found out about recently <laughs> is the it might have been the same balloon, actually, give, are <laughs> teaching the kids about why it's important to eat your vegetables. And it's like, Stuffing, um, oh, what's trying to, um, <laughs> go on. I'm trying to think of the name of the, of the vegetable that cucumber, like, cucumber, carrot, <laughs> baby carrot. Is that your safe word? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 mine's usually pineapple. <laughs> uh, it's what people, it's what most people use is like the, uh, Whenever there's like saying like the dick emoji, but they use the oh the eggplant 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 it, it oh, has yes, an eggplant. Eggplant. Like it's like, it's like the, they're t- the balloon is talking about how it's important to eat your vegetables and it's like stuffing um an eggplant up its uh balloon hole while it's telling them like it's good to eat their food or the other vegetables and like really really important to eat Oh well, one of the kids straight up points like, "How did you eat that while talking to us at the same time?" <laughs> <laughs> and it just like starts looking really nervous and like, "Oh, gumball! Like, glad you can join us." And then like, uh, one of them pulls out a pineapple and hands it to the teacher, and just like, "Are right, is fruit part of the equation with that one?" <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna start titling wow. our live shows now. Um, okay. Possible title so far is "Stuff that eggplant up your balloon hole." <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna keep a list of all of these now. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not gonna be circled. All the people that are coming in are like, "Who is this pervert talking about <laughs> shutting stuff up balloons, balloon hills?" Oh, if they're coming in and they've listened, they should already know. Yeah. By this point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, what else have you been watching? So many things. Uh, I watched on Netflix. I'm thinking of ending things. Six. No, <laughs> I watched that too. I watched that too. I didn't know if it was like overly pretentious, contemplative, or just like a little spooky and weird. All of the above, I think. <laughs> I honestly really liked it. I don't know if I did. I don't know if I did. It, it feels <laughs> like some parts is just like. 
Um, ah. It feels like some parts like a college student like studying English or something just or psychology as well <laughs> just like wrote I'm, the script and just I put mean, in like Charlie Kaufman quotes. joint. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I liked it. I liked <laughs> I it a lot. I liked it a it whole might lot. Have been, it might have been too pretentious. But I think... Oh, the, what are y'all talking about? I'm thinking of Ending Things, Netflix original. Um, oh, it's based off it of a book, Sam, I'll say that. I, I mean, I've heard of it, but I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, like, it's so... It's weird, because the first three minutes is all in a car. And it's constantly breaking the fourth wall and interrupting itself in a way, yeah. like in the narrative, though. And that's like what's great about it is because it's constantly interrupting its own narrative just <laughs> to interrupt it. Like it doesn't let itself have a full thought. And so you always feel like you're like on the edge of something. Getting picked up somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like there's this whole middle part where it starts fucking with how time even functions for the character that ends up happening and then like the last 30 minutes are also in a car and then in a school and then it reveals like what's actually been happening in the whole time. It was just I don't know, it was weird because like I felt like he just put some of that weird time stuff in just to put it in and didn't really make sense. And maybe that's why it frustrated me because it didn't make sense. And I mean, it's not supposed you, to make sense. I don't know. <laughs> sense if you look at it from the perspective of where who the actual character you're following is. I don't know nothing about the show, so I can't agree or disagree with just, you. Just a movie. <laughs> just a movie, not a show. Um, watch it again, Sam. Watch it again. Be less drunk when you watch it this time. I wasn't drunk at all. I don't think I was drunk when I watched it last <laughs> I couldn't tell you if I was drunk or not. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a sign. That's all I'm saying. Um, no, um, maybe I should be drunk while I'm watching it. That would be maybe. better. <laughs> I, I was in a real depressed mind state when I watched it, and I dug it a whole lot. And it made me want well, a blizzard. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, yeah, it had that weird, like... Lynchian ice cream, thing. Ice yeah. cream stand thing. <laughs> what the hell? It's so weird. It, and like they got like, it, this giant forty ounce blizzard thing, and like didn't eat it. I know that they just, had like, like brought back a, little... a weird memory. I forgot that I had. <laughs> I remember whenever we were in high school, you paid like it was like thirteen dollars or something crazy like that for like forty two ounces of frozen coffee. Sixty four ounces. Sixty four ounces. I remember because it was a very big mug. <laughs> yeah. And you drank mm. the whole fucking thing because mm -hmm, we were mm -hmm. like on the verge of being cocaine addicts with how much <laughs> caffeine we drank whenever we were kids. Cocaine? Yeah. What are you talking about? Snort? <laughs> um, yeah. So I paid. I paid quite the premium to have sixty-four ounces of iced coffee for the. Yeah, day. because like it was one of those they you, they only did it in eight-ounce cups, so they had to do eight times eight to figure out how much they were going to charge you for it. It was it was more than I should have ever paid for it. Yeah, but you <laughs> paid it and you drank the whole freaking thing. I sure did. <laughs> And how you didn't end up like a old friend of ours who did something similar with a bunch of energy drinks and then fell asleep underneath a desk <laughs> at school. Yeah. How that didn't happen to you, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I hate myself for all of it, though. <laughs> um, we made questionable choices when we were younger. Let's just, yeah, we can leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Sam, I really did like I I'm think we all have. <laughs> like, uh, I 
if there is a physical copy out there at any point, I would pay a premium to own it. <sighs> Seems like something you'd like. I do. I like it a lot. I, it, it made and me even like, want to read the book. Eternal Sunshine is like my favorite, one of my favorite movies. So Very I feel good like movie, it I gotta admit. tried to be as good, but it wasn't as good because it didn't have like the substance there. <laughs> it does have substance, but like it's just it's coming yeah. at it from a different angle. I feel a like it's like pretentious. It was something substance. new for me. Like I've never seen Jim Carrey tackle a role like that. Yeah, just... Eternal Sunshine is absolutely brilliant. It's yeah. a brilliant film. Yeah. And then what's her name too, man? I was like, huh? It's <laughs> so like uh, I'm not used to seeing a character like that. Kate Winslet. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I was gonna look there it up because go. I was like, it's on the tip of my tongue. I was gonna guy. say Kate something. I was like, I knew it's Kate something. I just can't remember the last <laughs> name. Um, that yeah, one girl from Titanic. No. <laughs> oh, I guess something I should actually say right now. All right, right now because like I went to go pop up my internet browser it's on my phone to look this up apparently silent hill 4 is on gog now cool yeah since we were talking <laughs> about silent hill earlier yeah um Ooh, silent hill yeah yeah it's a good game um but yeah sam i games i think the narrative makes sense for i'm thinking of ending things because of what you find out at the end i don't want to spoil it but from what you find out at the end i think it makes a lot of sense so basically just something i need to watch yeah, yeah, you really so should. We can talk you about really it. should. Do y'all, do y'all remember a game called uh, Time Clock for Super Nintendo? I feel like I've Clock Tower? seen. Is it Clock Tower? I think it's called Clock Tower. Yeah. Is it like Time a Clock. horror game? Yeah, it's a horror it's pro- game. It's probably Clock Tower. So Clock Tower, Clock Tower. Yeah. Yeah. So. A lot of people think of that as a a lot of people think of that as a PlayStation game because that was like at the end of the lifespan of the Super Nintendo. So it's like one of the last games you can get on the Super Nintendo, but it was also on the PlayStation. Uh But came out in ninety. Yeah, but yeah, I I know Clock Tower. Yes, that game was a trip. That's actually another one of those super expensive games. Not because the free market demands yeah. it. Apparently. Why are you just looking up expensive games? <laughs> it's just what games that I get curious. It, it's games that I get curious about and are like, huh, maybe I'll look into it. I don't want to pay five hundred bucks for that game. <laughs> right. Um, and then there's yeah. a game. There's a a game that was in Japan. I don't remember the name of it. What it's called, but I remember that the whole point of the game is that your character wakes up in the middle. Of, middle of the woods he doesn't know who he is he all he has is a flashlight and a letter telling him that uh with the address of a house on him that he needs to go to that house and he goes to the house and like every room it's like what's like a big old mansion and like every room he goes into there's like ghosts and um he gets like flashbacks every once in a while of like who he is and why he was in the woods, uh, Luigi like Mansion and other stuff. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> Luigi. it was called. Luigi's Mansion, right? <laughs> no, but no. this game was like never released in America because at that time the American like game rating thought it was too scary to be released. But hey, the game is a trip. If y'all ever get a chance to play it on the computer, if huh, y'all the, can ever look, find it. The closest to that that I could think of is there was a Flash game. It was a point and click adventure game called ex mortis that came out but like that was one of those browser games that you would play uh that that's how that game starts out it's like you wake up in the woods and you're like oh nighttime is coming i was like i should probably find a way to get out of here hey there's a house over there 
and like you go into the house and then you like you find out all these fucked up things that happen inside of this house and how it's like haunted and i just i have a question what was going on in like creators minds in the 90s because so many things were like i'm lost in the woods hey look creepy house i better go in like what was going on in the zeitgeist of the time where people just needed to go into creepy houses and why is everybody wandering in the woods? Say, come on in, son. I got some popsicles. And that's exactly. What they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're down in the cellar. <laughs> got a whole cellar full of popsicles down in the freezer. <laughs> um, like a fatal frame. Yeah, our fatal frame is yeah, another one. Frame, like, yeah. I-, I think it was just fatal frame. Hell yeah, that was a good one too. I almost want to say it was like the stereotype just because I feel like Resident Evil was the first to do that considering that game yeah. was back in 96. But even that is based off of another game on the SNES, I believe. Like it's roughly based off of what, a Fatal Japanese Frame? Game. Maybe. No, uh, I forget the name of the game. I'll have to try and figure it out at some point. Um, but it was, I was like, say, kind Fatal of Frame like was the, like on Famicom back in the day. <laughs> but like there was like a precursor and it was like basically mm. Resident Evil from what I understand. Um, yeah. I really got like a lot of the survival horror ideas from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing that I've been watching, but I want to wait until E is on the live show to talk about it, is Midnight Gospel. Because I know that he was ranting and raving for me to watch that for a really long time. So I want to wait to that really sounds, talk about that until he gets That sounds on. interesting, Midnight Gospel. It's very strange. It's a, It was a podcast, and then it was turned into an animated show. And then they mixed the podcast sections with animated stuff, and then created new stuff also to like get a point across. And it's all about like mentalism and like drugs and like hippie hip kind of stuff almost mm. like free free mind free will kind of things is kind of the whole show uh it's very interesting it's very very strange but so yeah, yeah. so the game you're thinking of the game that uh resident evil got its inspiration from was a game uh, for the famicom like the original famicom mm-hmm. in 1989 called sweet home yes that's what it is yes 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 <laughs> Sweet home, nice. It was a Japanese horror. It was an RPG that was loosely based on a Japanese horror film of the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yes. Um, okay, some more stuff I've been watching because I got a few more things going this way. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna end with the big one because that'll be a conversation. Uh, but okay. Yeah. okay. Um, started watching Fargo season four because that came out, premiered last week. It's very Where good. Can you watch that. A uh, Hulu. Okay, I don't have Hulu at this moment. Oh, I, we, yeah, we can probably give you the uh, Hulu login info and watch some debt. Um, yeah, yeah, Hulu, Hulu, great right now because Fargo, Fargo two-hour premiere was so fucking good. It stars Chris Rock and a bunch of other people I don't care about. No, honestly, no, they're good. They're good. <laughs> uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> it's very strange because he's kind of the straight man. It's very weird. Um, he's kind of a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's honestly it's a uh, it's very good. It's 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 Fargo the show. So if you like season one, two, or three, then season four will not disappoint. Uh, I think for instant satisfaction, it's better than season three for sure. Uh, hmm. But yeah, uh, very very good. Highly recommend that to people. Um, I and three horror movies actually. Uh, I watched Color Out of Space. Which is mm-hmm. the Nick Cage movie on Shudder that isn't Mandy, Sam. That isn't Mandy, yes. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> uh, based off of Lovecraftian stuff. And it's fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. 
It's actually another thing. It was a short video that I saw, but it was a video talking <laughs> oh, about sir. how it's Nicholas Cage is in it. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's actually one of the arguments that I've heard about for Con Air is Con Air is secretly a brilliant movie because they put Nick Cage as a lead role in there, and then they made everybody act weirder than him for the entire movie. <laughs> Nick Cage be zero point one percent Nick Cage. Everybody else be one hundred percent Nick Cage. Yeah, <laughs> we got actors that were good enough that they could be weirder than him. Southern accent he had in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, also, I love Kyrie, the movie, but that his accent just was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyrie brings up some uh, connecting tissue. The girl that's in I'm Thinking of Ending Things also plays a psychotic nurse in Fargo Season 4. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, hmm. she's pretty good in that. I like um, her as a psych- psychotic nurse. Yeah, she does it really well. She pulls it off. <laughs> I, I forgot that she wasn't a psychotic nurse. <laughs> yeah uh i remember seeing a thing not too long ago it was talking about why it's so hard to make movies about cosmic horror and like lovecraftian style horror and like the whole idea of it or the reason why is because like the whole idea of cosmic horror is something so horrifying that your brain can't really process it and it's really hard to put that into film also racism that too hp lovecraft just used it as an excuse to say i don't like people that are not white yeah <laughs> that is also fair um but yeah, I think uh, Colorado Space is based off of that Lovecraftian thing, and it doesn't run away from the race stuff. It kind of confronts it and puts it like right in your face of like this is the point of it, and it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, so Nicholas uh, Cage is racist? <laughs> not quite, but maybe kinda. Uh, I heard. I haven't <laughs> okay. seen it, so I couldn't say for sure. It's definitely on my list of things that I want to watch. Is Lovecraft Country? I heard that they deal with that. Right. Yeah. I heard yeah. they deal with that really well. I really want to watch yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Other thing I watched, uh, the sequel that everybody was begging for, just chomping at the bits on. Um, watched the sequel to The Babysitter, titled The Babysitter. Oh, I watched that too. I, watched I that haven't too. even seen the first. I haven't, I haven't even seen either the, one of those yet. I think I like the first one better. Yeah, me second. too. Me too. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a lot of a lot funnier. And the second one was a little like, hey, look, yeah, like campy in a bad way, like trying too hard campy. Yeah, like the first one felt like trying to recreate. Yeah, trying to recreate the magic of the first one. Yeah. (laughs) And it didn't do well with it, I guess. I have a comparison. Tell me if it's like this. Is it kind of like Happy Death Day and versus uh, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day 2? Kind no. of, but Part I like Happy you. Death Day to you a lot still. Okay. Like, I still think I like Happy Death both. Day and Happy Death Day to you are still both really yeah. fun. Like, they're both fun movies, mm-hmm. but the first one is definitely superior to the second movie. I might disagree. Really? Yeah, I like two a lot. It's real stupid. <laughs> but it leans into that. Yeah. I like the like, first one better. I mean, I enjoy both of them. I really do. But there's something about that first one. Yeah. Just yeah. Like a magical touch for me. <laughs> yeah, but like with Babysitter Killer Queen, which is Babysitter 2, um, they age up the actor. It's been like three years because it really was three years from between filming. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It like starts off really strong, actually. Like it starts mm-hmm. off talking to a therapist character, which is fucking hilarious. And I wish there was way more of him in it. And then I kind of hated the therapist. Gotta say, oh, kind of really? hated it. What? Yeah, I thought it was oh. too. It's too like, ah, oh, hey, look, I'm a shitty fucking therapist. Isn't it funny? Fucking but laugh. He's, it's but hilarious. He's really it's not. Laugh, motherfucker, laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> But he's really bad at it. Is it like? Yeah, I know. That's also, the funny joke, and right. it's not funny. He ended up being right. He just needed that to get was laid. The, uh, stab, stab. Didn't funny. like it. 
<laughs> I mean, I can, is that I, the plot twist? You just need to get laid. That's kind of the plot twist, actually. Yes, that's, I'm not even kidding. That, that's so kind of the funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, I think the magic of the first one has a lot to do with the girl who plays the babysitter. Um, because mm-hmm. it um, was the same girl who's in Ready or Not. I forget her name, but she is just yeah, so she's really cute, charming, like. She's just adorable to look at, and she's like fun, and like I just want to see her in a lot of things. She's also in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and she's really fun in that. Like, she's just a really fun actress. I like her a lot. Me too. Um, and then the person who plays the babysitter in the second one is the girl who plays Snake by Andy in Doctor Sleep. Oh, which doesn't oh, work. Wait, is really? Yep. I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one was she? Uh, Snake by Andy, the little girl who hates men. Fucking men. Oh, that men. psycho, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it says, uh, the girl that plays uh, in Ready or Not is Samara Weaving. Yes, she's so good! She's you so know good. what? That Dr. Sleep, it, it kind of pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I'm interested in this, because we just reviewed that. That episode will be coming out in a few weeks. Um... I want. I want to literally hear just person. watched it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. Uh, what's your take? What's your take? What made you mad? You know, I liked. I liked the storyline from the beginning, the middle, and that ending. I was like, uh, I actually kind of liked the I, ending. I did not like how Dot dies. Uh, it's just. I was like, mm, you know, you could have left them alive. You know, it, it didn't have to be so dramatic. <laughs> the death. I thought it was a little too dramatic with the death. Yeah, but it fits. It fits the original ending of what The Shining was supposed to be. Yeah, mm, uh, we were, I see your point on that, but yeah, we didn't talk about like, that. About how it's it kind of an homage. The... It's kind of an homage of how the original Shining book ends. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Like so it makes like, good uh, on Stephen King's vision. Yeah, I was gonna say I know Stephen King absolutely hated the Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining. He was just oh, like, yeah. no. He said, fuck Stanley Kubrick, fuck that movie. Just, yeah. It was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's What's funny, though, about that is like every, every, um, there's, a, you know how like every 30 years, uh, a company has a right to renew their contract to have the rights to certain uh, books or certain stuff to make it yeah. into a movie. Well, all these companies that made all these Stevie King movies recently, like the Pet Cemetery, the Stephen King It series, and uh, the Dark Tower series, they all did like a little middle finger in the movie to Stephen King to p- just to piss them off because they're about to lose their rights to it. To Stephen King, Stephen King's about to get it, so they did like a little thing in each movie. If you're smart enough, you can catch it, but if you don't, if if you don't read Stephen King and you don't, you're not going to catch it. But literally, it was the biggest middle finger they could have gave to Stephen King in each and each one of those films. I was like, wow, y'all people disgust me. Y'all really went that low just because y'all about to lose y'all's rights. Y'all quickly rebooted these movies just to throw a middle finger at the guy. I'm like, really? I mean, yeah, that's Hollywood. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like something Hollywood would do. Like, there's a lot of companies oh, yeah. that they make sequels or, like, uh, offshoots or rebrandings of movies or whatever else just to keep the rights of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and, yeah, and and rumor has it that uh, once uh, Stephen King gets his the rights back to it and what is it? What was it? It, the Stan, um, 
Uh, he just got the rights back to Thinner. Uh, and uh, what was the one that I just said? The Dark Tower? He said that he plans on rebooting all of them to his original vision of what he wanted them. I was like, hmm, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Uh, the Stand is over with a CBS now because their miniseries is about to come out. That's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. pretty uh, on point to what the book is. Why well, it fucking better be because it's going to be like twelve hours long. So I was going to say it better be. I was like, man, uh, I think there's a lot in that book that doesn't need to be on anything ever because it's just too fucking long. But My yeah, <laughs> favorite Stephen King adaptation adaptation I have to say is Stephen King's Rose Red. Yes, thank you. Movie. Did and we actually, talk about I, that last week? Yes, and actually, gonna I got to hang out and meet with Kimberly J. Brown, the girl who plays Annie. Oh, nice. She's actually really cool. I actually got a picture with her, and uh, I have an actual autographed picture and a picture with her hanging up on my wall right now. She's, like, freaking awesome. Like, I was, like, did, like, little interview questions with her about that movie. And I, I told her, actually, out of all your movies you've done, I've actually really enjoyed that performance you did. And she looked at me, really? Why? I go, because you really nailed uh Annie's little autistic tics and little things about Annie being autistic and you just nailed that character so perfect. And uh, just the, the way you brought that character to life on film compared to, you know, what most people, I guess, during that time era, since autism was roughly new, not a lot of people knew about her. We didn't know about too much about it, you know, for something that was brought out at that time, you nailed that perfect. And it's just that I don't, I can't see any other actress at that time playing Annie, but you, you just had that natural look for it, you know, or that natural character acting or me, is it method acting? I want to say. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure like what her uh, way of going about it was, but method acting is certainly an option. I'm mm. not sure if that's what she did with it, but. But she did awesome. And then she was telling me like, um, I asked her what, so what was like, the weirdest thing that happened on set she's like you know is you really want to know i was like yeah she's like you know every time we filmed the scene where the ghosts were supposed to come out uh random shit will fall by itself i was like what do you mean she's like you remember that scene where we're in like that glass room and there's glass everywhere well a one one particular shot that we were doing in in that scene um there's a like an, it's supposed to be, what do you call it? Like those old candle holders that are mounted on the wall so you can light up the room. Candelabra? She said that thing fell randomly right right when they were supposed to film the spot where the ghost is supposed to pop up in that scene. She said that thing fell. And everybody, everybody just like freaked out. They all just took a deep breath and were just like, oh. And then they stopped filming for the rest of the day because everybody was just spooked. I mean, that's pretty like, fitting for like what the story of Rose Red is. Yeah, so that's, that's right. And I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, and she was saying like, uh, what's his name? The guy that was, um, I guess I think he was not the dean, but the guy who played the uh, head of the department. Uh, that guy actually died in real life before they finished filming that movie. So they were all like, they they had a had another. A moment where they stopped filming because they were mourning that guy's death and they were saying it was just weird that the last scene that he did for that movie was his death scene and it was <laughs> ironic because that was his last scene that he did was the death scene and then he wound up dying like a few days later i was like wow that is weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. huh that's um, that's strange 
Yeah, she said it was just random weird strange occurrences during filming that uh, that happened that she could she she vividly remembers it being like absolutely just weird and on that she said it just you know just all the cast had like a had a like the we call it like the heavy GB scared out of them with right, some of right. that stuff. Huh. So I was like, oh, that's interesting to know. That's a fun story. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, the next thing that I watched, keep going on this list, um, Devil All the Time. Light Brad, what's up, girl? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I saw Light Brad. I was like, hey, I know her. What's up? <laughs> um, what were you saying? Devil All the Time. Watch that. Me and Kyrie watched that. Hmm, um, never heard of it. Another yeah. Netflix original. Yeah, I say never heard of that one either. <laughs> okay. Um, based on a book, apparently. Yeah, Didn't know that until the credits. Uh, has mm-hmm. Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson. Um, oh, yes. I have heard of that one. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah. Yeah. That one, look, was, that one looks good. It was really good. Like, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I think that I like Robert Pattinson now. I mean, you know, I never, I never hated him. him. Yeah, I've never hated him. I think he's pretty decent. Like I, I didn't. I people just hate him. I, people just hated him because he was in a shitty fucking movie, but he knew it was a shitty fucking movie too. So. Sorry. <laughs> he, was, he was pretty yeah. uh, vocal about also hating that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't like him in the fucking. Uh, fuck, I can't remember their name. Black and white. Uh, Watchtower, but not Watchtower. Uh, oh, Lighthouse. Lighthouse. There we go. Why <laughs> couldn't I think of that word? Uh, I hated him in Lighthouse because I didn't. Was like it Willem Dafoe that was also in there, right? Yeah, Robert Pattinson yeah. and Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Never heard of that movie either. Lighthouse, really? really? Yeah, it was really? like beloved last year. Wow, this is. Uh, yeah. I had been working night shift for two years, and it kind of like threw me <laughs> off the groove of what's happening in the real world. Uh, yeah, Lighthouse was kind of like an artsy horror film. I hated it personally. Uh, I thought it was bad, and it was supposed. To, I feel like it's a comedy more than anything else, and it's a bad comedy. Why? I don't know. Like it just—it depends too much on Defoe and Pattinson of like being those characters, and I think you have to either enjoy them playing those characters, or you have to enjoy those characters. And I did neither. I just thought I, that it was really either. hammy and like yeah. not. Was, I, I, I was like, just saying. I guess you were just saying at one point I was waiting for Willem Dafoe to say, can Spider-Man come out and play? Right. Like it, it almost gets to that point of like cheese. It's uh, <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Devil All the Time is really good. It's based on a novel. Uh, there's a narrator through the whole thing. And the guy who wrote the novel is the narrator for yeah. the movie, which is kind of a nice touch. Yeah. That's um, cool. Would I uh, like it? Uh... Um, hmm. No. <laughs> So have, y'all, have y'all seen the uh, Unsolved Mysteries reboot, reboot on Netflix? No, I like know of it. I have reboot. not watched it. I started Dude. watching it, but Dude. I couldn't get into it. That Unsolved Mysteries is insane. I like how they make each episode is like an hour, and then they get really detailed in, in into each case compared to like the old show. Yeah, but like the thing I liked about the old show is like it knew exactly what it was and it had the great music and the guy was like, Hey, if you know anything about this crime, call this number. And like, that was right. That can't be feeling. Yeah. Whereas like the new one just feels like I can get that same material off of like that chapter on YouTube and have it be much funnier and better. (laughs) 
What about uh, what's up? What's uh, uh, the Twilight Zone? Have y'all seen any of those reboots? Yeah, I've I've watched some of uh, the first yeah. season of that. I thought some cool. of it was okay. Yeah, there's there definitely a lot like, of bad mm. episodes, but <laughs> I started uh, rewatching the original Twilight Zone a series, and I'm like, man, this like TV show is like way ahead of its time. Oh yeah, 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 it yeah. was. Um, the fun thing about that is like a lot of what we see in thrillers and horrors for TV shows and movies. And like, it's not even always just TV and are uh, not always horror and thriller, but like a lot of pop culture, it kind of influenced a lot of it. Like I remember seeing a list of like all these different movies like that had like all these different tropes in it. And it was just like this big long list of like, Oh yeah, the twilight zone did it first. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but yeah, the One of my favorite ones, uh, Twilight Zone predicted this was going to happen in the year 2014 and 15. Yeah, there's there's some of that stuff in there, too. Um, but yeah, the devil all the time, Sam, you would uh, you you I don't know. It's slow. It is. Robbie calls a lot of things a slow burn and I disagree. I think this movie is a slow burn. It's fucking mm. so slow. does it ever get anywhere? And does it feel like it's wasting your time? That's what I don't like. I don't like I don't it when like... it's fucking slow as shit and it doesn't pay off in the end. I feel like it. It's not and like it a big payoff. It's a, it, it has substance. It has a lot of substance to it, eh, but it well. also <laughs> it also is just kind of like it. There's no big like climax. It just sort of happens. Um, but it feels is very it satisfying. Ultimately, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I want to be satisfied. Tell me, is it satisfying? Um, it's not a traditional like one, two, three story. I wouldn't say. Oh. Okay. It's very like slow. It feels very. Seven, ten, three, one, five. <laughs> kind of. Um, it's it feels like it really is the book being delivered to you in that way that books have ups and downs. Like it kind of feels like that a lot. It okay. never feels like it's constantly building. It feels like it builds and goes back down and builds and comes back down. It really does feel like you're taking, being taken on a journey that whether that you just need to, from the very start, go in and say, I have an open mind to this and watch it. Because um, if you don't, then I could see easily being bored or disappointed. <laughs> but like, I went in with zero, my time being wasted. <laughs> I just went in with zero expectations and came out with like, yeah, that was good, actually. I had no idea what I wanted out of it. But I feel like it gave me something I didn't know I wanted right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. You ever watch a, a watch a movie called The Ghost in the Darkness? No. Nope. No. No. Nope. It's actually based on an actual events that happened in Africa. It's about two lions that went rogue and decided to start killing people for sport, not to eat them, but just for sport. And this was during the time they were building like the railroads and. Um, I guess so that you could say they were industrializing Africa mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, these two lions, uh, they, they went rogue. They had some kind of mental thing. I mean, they, after they killed the lions, they studied their brain and realized that the lion's brain uh, was not like a typical normal lion. It was off. And by the oh. means of they, and by the means of aggression and, what did they say? It was aggression and something was their main trigger and of life of what they wanted to do constantly. 
It was a great. It's a great movie. It has Michael Douglas and uh, Val Kilmer in there. Huh. And it'll freak you. So out. like, mm-hmm. it's like, what if lions had Jaws brain in it? Pretty much. <laughs> Land Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. It's like Jaws with lions. <laughs> pretty much. Interesting. Interesting. Um. All right. And then this last one is a. Uh, is a but controversial one. Uh, I think you guys saw this coming. I went and saw Tenet. <laughs> I mean, I figured it was going to happen eventually. <laughs> saw Tenet. Okay, how was, it? How was the was... experience? How was the movie? Uh, it was <laughs> uh, me, Kyrie, and two coworkers, and then two other people in the theater on the other side of the theater. Oh, wow. So there That's were six terrible. people in the entire theater, and it was an XD did theater. You all, did you all wear masks? Yes, you have to. Good. It was literally it was two other. Yeah. Well, no, not eating snacks, Samantha. It was literally two you other people snacks? in the theater, and it was the first theater. Yeah, we got snacks. What you, we went to the movie. <laughs> I mean, we're not monsters, Sam. <laughs> I just I don't know. Okay. I'll die for don't some licorice. It's a new world. <laughs> did, did you feed us COVID licorice while we were watching this movie? Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, uh, we were basically alone in there. Yes, yeah. like not even kidding. It was literally me and Kyrie and two coworkers of mine and then two other people that were on the other side of the theater. That was literally the only people that were in this giant auditorium that holds a thousand people. So <laughs> we were Yeah, no fine. one's going to the no one's going to the movies right now because they're fucking going to the fucking liquor store so they can go home and fucking drink because there's nothing else to do. But yeah, I like Tenet a lot. Uh, I'm gonna say you're surprised. (laughs) Sarcasm? Didn't hear all the sarcasm. No, I didn't didn't hear the sarcasm. Well, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, it's very good. I think it's um. Uh, here you know what though? What? Yeah, I'm you know what? Too. I have no clue what that movie is about. I've never seen the trailer. I've never seen any synopsis. No fucking clue. I've just seen the name, and people want to see it. Uh, the name is kind of all you need to know about it, Sam. How? It's the same backwards and forwards, or actually, rather, it's backwards and forwards is happening at the same time. Ooh. You don't sound mm. interested. <laughs> nah. I mean, do uh, you like Christopher Nolan films? I don't know. <laughs> do you like Inception, Maybe. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, okay, I guess. Memento, I like Interstellar, Memento. Dunkirk, Interstellar. Never seen Inter- Interstellar. Dunkirk's all right. Okay, so you're just out. You're, I don't even want to talk to you right now. <laughs> you're going on mute. I only watch the finest movies. Thank you very much. Now you sound like E. Have you been watching Ed and Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very good. Uh, it's very confusing. And even, even watching it, I, I have so many questions still. I have so many questions about this entire movie. Um, it was loud. 
Of course. Um, even during just normal dialogue scenes, it was loud enough to where you couldn't hear the dialogue. And that's not just like, hey, it was a weird mixing in our theater. It was literally of like, um, the critics said it's too loud. And like other people was like, it's too loud in dialogue. And like important dialogue scenes. The music and sound effects are so loud, you can't hear what they're saying. Hmm. Well, that seems like a not good thing. That's very Nolan, though. It's very Nolan. But it is annoying, especially with how much you need to understand what is happening in this movie. Because it really is like multiple timelines all happening at the same time. Um, And playing forwards and backwards within your vision at the same time. And having like (sighs) parse those together. There's only been three movies in my entire life that I walked out of. I literally walked out of the theater because it was either the movie was just that god darn terrible or like the audio was totally off. I couldn't even enjoy it. So I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but like it's it's good though. Like I like it. It was fun. Uh, it's very bombastic. The action scenes are insane and I don't understand how he made it happen at all. Because he's been very open about saying there are less than 200 visual effects. 200 or 300? 200? I want to say 200. Less than 200 visual effects in post added. Uh, meaning everything, almost everything in this movie is shot in camera. The way, and it's being presented to you the way that it was shot. Um, which when you have timelines that are going opposite directions at the same time is fucking insane to think that that's just is happening in camera in front of you. Like I don't, I don't even understand how you choreograph that, but he did it for two and a half hours. <laughs> Me, um, it's like you know how Inception like starts off as like a spy thriller, and what like the future wants the past, basically. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Don't go to the theater to watch it, though, unless you're in a situation where you know you're going to be one of the few people in there. I won't. Go to well, the you, to watch it. you don't have to worry about that. Now do you, Sam? Nope. <laughs> Your theater is going to play Spongebob when it comes out, and that's it. I don't even know if my theater is open right now, honestly. Oh, I know man. it was for a Whoa. bit, and then uh, it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> The big question where I'm from, they're getting like a lot of the a lot of the theaters here. They have they just started opening, but there's been a surge in drive-in theaters. So everybody's been going to drive-in yeah. theaters. Yeah, drive-ins have been going really great, actually. Yeah, I w- I would love to go to one, but the nearest is one is pretty good. far. So yeah, drive-ins are awesome. If there was a drive-in nearby, I would be there all the fucking time. No question. Me too. They're fun. Three. They are fun. You can have a picnic. You can, like, murder teens in the car next to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess the big question for oh, yeah. Tenet, though, is how many IMAX cameras did he destroy making that movie? None. <laughs> but there is one shot that he's also been very vocal about that he liked. You can see it in the trailers, too. It's it's as long as the shot is, too, the one that's in the trailer, is he's on the speedboat, and they're driving the speedboat, and it's a three-second shot. And he's just like, I can't believe we pulled this shot off. We just like have the IMAX camera on the boat and he's actually driving the boat and it's exactly what you see. And he's just really, really proud of that shot for some reason. Um, hmm. I think it's he's more impressed with like the size of IMAX cameras we've gotten now that he can pull that shot off. Yeah. More instead of like, when I started filming an IMAX, it was as big as the boat. 
<laughs> yeah, we were talking about how IMAX cameras are just gigantic. Yeah, they're huge. They are huge. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, is it getting late? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that's all I had on my list because I'm gonna save talking about Midnight Gospel until he is on the live show again because he is the one that was like, "You gotta watch this." So I'm gonna wait yes, to talk about that. This is fun. Um, this is fun. I gotta go myself. Yes, thank you, People's Punisher, for uh, joining us in the chat. That was a good time. And he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, It's always fun to have somebody new in to talk. It's it's interesting perspectives, I would say. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So we got a follower. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Robbie, thank you for. I assume you haven't slept in twenty five hours. No, I, I I slept before I came here. I okay, just, good. I, I finally woke up early enough to get here on time. Is what happened. <laughs> and Sam, thank you for dedicating the last twelve hours of your life to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even get pizza, so <laughs> you haven't been That's here. Really if you're here, you'll get pizza or taquitos or yeah. cheap tacos. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Maybe a pizza that's topped with taquitos and cheap tacos. Who knows? I'm going to go fucking get a burrito right now. <laughs> Why? They're closed, probably. No, oh, just gas station burrito. Oh. My gas station actually has pretty good ones. Little good in, the, good, good in like the aspect of burritos are good or good of like, hey, it's one in the morning and I want a burrito. They're not like frozen burritos. They're like Oh, like a a made burrito. Sort of. Made by somebody being paid $7 an hour. No, wait, we have to go back one second. I know we're trying to get out of here, but how is it sort of a made burrito? (laughs) (laughs) It's like not a frozen burrito, like in the plastic packaging. It's like in a... uh, Oh, what do you call it? Like a butcher paper... Uh, but you can like freeze them. Anyway. Uh, are you just like eating old raw meat from behind the dumpster at the gas station <laughs> and calling it a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge it, my life. <laughs> it's wrapped up in butcher paper. It's technically a burrito. <laughs> I just I'm learning so many things. <laughs> I think she's saying it's like a deli made one. Yeah, I hope that's what she's saying. Sort of. Hopefully. Yeah. Sort of. I don't understand. <laughs> I guess so. I guess it is. It's not like a frozen burrito, but it's like better than frozen burrito. Okay. I'm just going to have to accept that this is something I'll never understand. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the fucking burrito. Jesus <laughs> Have another, a great night. That's Sam. another title possibility. Is, it's a fucking burrito. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Robbie. Not a problem. And thank you, everybody out there for listening. Thank you, People's Punisher, for joining us on the call in. That was some some fun stuff. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can do that at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the last ones pod. Last one's in podcast at gmail.com. You got it. Yeah, I got it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay safe out there. Be safe. Have a great night. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. See ya.